Crusaders and welcome to another edition of Batman the Animated Series Podcast. I'm your host Alex Robson and with me as always is my co-host, my brother, comic book artist and writer and the guy who's more of a cat person than a burglar person, it's Mr. Will Robson. Say hello, Will. That's right. I wouldn't consider myself a cat person though. I'm a, I would say I'm a dog person, but I love cats as well. Yeah, well, that's why I gave the choice. If it was between cats and burglars, you're like, I'm more of a cat person. Well, yeah, I hate people of all sorts. Even nice people. I can't fucking stand them. You said that so, extra yes. boss there. I hate people. I do hate people. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> fucking royal family. If you're listening to this and you're a person, go fuck yourself. I hate you. <laughs> now that we've established you hate people, you want to talk about your Outbreaks book that you need people ah, to buy? People, listen. <laughs> I got something to sell to you people. It's going good. I should be next week finishing all of the products and art, like all the art assets to make the products for the first Kickstarter we did back in, Jesus, March now. It seems like so long ago. Um, that's all put, it's going to be all put together next week. And then I've got to send it off for a test print where I'll get the trading cards, the books, etc. And I'll, then I'll approve that stage and then I'll start posting it all out to everybody. And then issue two launches um, in September, which I'm super excited about. I had Alex Cormack do the cover for it. He did an amazing job. It's like one of my favorite covers ever, as you said. It's an, it's an incredible cover. It's like, it just, it's a piece of art. You know what yes, I mean? I agree. I'm going to have it like canvassed in my office. It really, like it's, there are so many beautiful pieces of art that you've worked on, that you've done, or like you collaborated with. And they're all, it's all art. Don't get me wrong when I say that, but like, this is something that you could see as a movie poster, you know, like it's just incredible to look at. It's on a different level. That's for sure. It is. Um, And I was, you know, I was like, oh, I got to color this thing. Like, it's so good. I don't want to fucking ruin it. But um, I did color it and I think I did a pretty good job. So much so that Cormac himself said like, wow, I usually don't like other people coloring my work, but I really love this. Um, and we decided we're going to do more stuff together in the Outbreaks universe. So that's awesome. So I'm hoping to get him on a little story for issue two, a little backup story that's written by you and me, which would be fun. And yeah, so then the next issue launches in September. I've been putting together, uh, I'm going to have booster packs now available for that Kickstarter, which is so fucking cool to me. Like, you know, going to the store back in the day and buying a Pokemon, like booster pack of cards where it's just like 10 cards and like the foil. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> it's so great to see all of these things that like as kids we love and you're just bringing it into outbreaks and like injecting all of that nostalgia and love. And it just, it shows. And before when you were selling the book and you're like, what type of, you know, like trinkets and stuff do you want, bud? You, you can have whatever you like, take, take your pick. And there wasn't anything that, that was like available at the time. So I was, yeah, just give me the book, you know, sign yeah. it. That's all I want. Now you're doing stuff and I'm like, I want this. I want this. I want this. It's so cool. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. I'm also doing now like a new shiny, like, uh, uh, you know, like in the nineties, all those hollow foil covers, you know, where you turn it and they're all shiny and stuff. Oh, cool. I'm doing that for the next Kickstarter. How much I'm also does that ma- cost? Uh, I'm not going to disclose that because it's no one's business but i always used to think i mean i'm probably wrong but like as a kid i see those and i'm like those must be so expensive like they just (laughs) look so expensive and flashy and i'm like how do they do that it must cost so much money like i just really did not grasp it i'm sure i'm gonna be doing it for the trading cards as well oh shit in the booster pack there'll be one shiny card just like 
when you used to buy Pokemon cards, there was always a shiny card in there. Well, that's I can't amazing. Wait to put that shit together. I'm like, I, I'm obsessed with this trading card game I've made. It's so good. <laughs> it's fun, and no one's ever going to play it. And I don't care because I love it. <laughs> it's like the book slowly <laughs> takes a back seat, and you're like, it's just Seriously. the trading cards now, everybody. Yeah. That's what we're doing. <laughs> Never mind the book. I just want to play the I, game. Because at first I was like, "Ooh, trading card, that'd be fun." Like, I'll just, I'll just knock off a Pokemon card, right, with my characters, and that'll just be a laugh, like as a cool little collectible. And then I did it, and it looked cool. Like, it was an exact Pokemon card with, like, Coach and Jimmy and stuff. And I was like, uh, but I could make this, like, playable. And then I started doing, like, more of that. And I was like, mm, but now this is just a Pokemon ripoff. And then this is exactly whole... what you used to do with video games of wrestling. You'd be like, I'm just going to create a cheeky, you know, like, Monday Night Raw setup. And then you're like, maybe I'll do a SmackDown. And then you're like, I'm going to do a whole roster. I'm going to do a story. I'm going to bring everybody. And it was like, I never got to play the wrestling game because all you were doing, or watch you play it, because all you were doing was building this whole, like, I don't know, what would you call that? Like, I, I don't even know what it's called. This whole, I like... Do it, I do it all the time. Every every I only play games where I can, like, have full creative control over everything. Like, the Jurassic Park world game, so you build your own yeah. Jurassic Park. You like, like building the stuff. infrastructure of a game rather than playing it, I think. Absolutely. Like when it comes to like now you have to care for the dinosaurs. I'm like, fuck that. That's <laughs> <laughs> somebody else's job. No, that's what like that's actually some, a bonding experience for me and my wife. She actually like she's like, I love the dinosaurs and taking care of them, so I'll do that. You build the parks. And I'm like, hell yeah. Nah, Match nice. made in heaven. Anyway, <laughs> so getting completely sidetracked. But yeah. It's a fully playable game and like I have it so like the the, the goal of the game is everyone has their own outpost, right? Mm. So it might be the Outbreaks Theater is your outpost, which gives you a little bonus if you have zombie cards. And the goal of the game is you put down your cards that are your players, and you fight against each other until you de defeat the enemy outpost and take it. And that's the end of the game. And there's lots of twists and turns and, like, you know, Uno-style cards where you go, oh, shit! Oh, it's man. great. Oh, I love that. Okay, cool. Well, I, I'm excited to see all of this. Where can people find all of this stuff, bud? At speechcomics.com. That's right. You just head there right now. You can check it out. He will have another Kickstarter up in the next couple months for the launching of issue two. Yes. So you'll be able to follow along there. Go follow it on social media as well. You'll be able to find it all there and all of the updates. And yeah, he posts all of this stuff. So you'll be able to see all of these cool things that he's working on. I think it's awesome. I think you guys are going to like it. If you haven't checked it out yet, please go and do that right now. Absolutely. Link in the description of this episode. And also, if you didn't have a chance to pick up issue one in March, don't worry. I'm not just launching issue two. I'm launching issues one through two. So deluxe foil version of number one and deluxe foil version of number two, baby. It's going to be great. I mean, I already own number one, but I might do that because I want the deluxe. Anything with deluxe in it, I always buy. If they're, you get, Like as a kid, it used <laughs> to be McDonald's. Like they're like, you know, small, medium, large or deluxe. And I'm like, yep. That's because yeah, well, you're fat, bud. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would be like, uh, if but a deluxe anything car, if it's like, oh, we've got this or this or the deluxe, I'm like deluxe, yes. Like that word just makes me feel makes me feel important, my brother. Yeah. It makes me feel like I've I've, I've got something to live for. <laughs> well, the deluxe has more pages. It's got like a cover gallery. It's got insides on how the book was made. It's printed on higher quality paper. And it's got a full cover, so it is the deluxe version. And it's Kickstarter exclusive, baby. Can't get it anywhere else. That's oh, right. You yeah. know what? Even my bed sheets are deluxe when I bought them. That's so, right. That's what I'm talking about. 
Going deluxe. Sounds good to me. All right, should we do a Cape Capers? Let's do it. Showtime. The Joker's escape from Arkham Asylum, Robin. All work and no play, you know. It's going to be one of those nights. I don't have time for jokes. Hey, no problemo, Batman. Quiet. Come on, let's do a pizza run. You don't touch anything, say anything, or do anything unless I tell you. Got it? Relax. You've had a busy day. All right, this week's Cape Capers has been written in by listener Aaron Thorpe. I like this one. Aaron has said, the inmates of Arkham host their own version of a roast for Batman. (laughs) All of of your favorite villains are there and Robin is invited as well. I love a roast. Do you like a roast? Of course I love a roast. They're fantastic. It's great. So Yorkshire puddings and... (laughs) (laughs) Deluxe roast. Um, Crispy potatoes. No, you know what I'm saying. I'm talking about... Roast beef. Comedy roast. You know what I'm talking about. Don't play dumb with me. I just want a roast. (laughs) In this heat? (laughs) You boss Vegas? You boss Vegas? You're like, I want a roast. (laughs) I'll eat it in my, like, inflatable tub in the back garden full of water. (laughs) Can you be wearing the Boss Biggest outfit whilst you do it? <laughs> With that fedora and that khaki suit. And he's just like, hey, it looks, I work. I gotta eat. Looks breathable, bud. It does, yeah. He's always got greasy turkey stains on it, though. It's just, it's gross. I eat turkey every day. <laughs> you are turning into Boss Biggest. No, I'm not, I've, I've lost weight recently, not gained it. I'm on the... I'm on the down and down. <laughs> I just found out that a bottle of whiskey is bad for my gut. Turns out you gain 15 pounds a year if you drink a bottle of whiskey every week. Oh, no. Yes, 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 I knew, yes. <laughs> don't, 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 don't touch the brown stuff. No, no. <laughs> all right, the cake caper scenario. Okay, so we're in Arkham, all right? Batman's obviously been kidnapped. Let's just skip through all of that. He's like yeah, tied he's to a, the stage. He's been he's been tipped off that there's something going on. Oh, what's going on? Okay. I'll come through the window if you didn't know. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robin's here too, by the way. I'm here, everybody. What's happening? I know the plan, but I'm playing along. <laughs> <laughs> what plan? What are you talking about? Nothing, Batman. Just go over there and on that stage over there by that chair. The last time we did a host show, it was... Uh, oh, hello, hello, everybody. <laughs> welcome, welcome. It's me, Dr. Hugo Strange. <laughs> and today we're going to roast the man with the horns, the man with the ears, full of fears. He brings us to tears when he punches our schnoz. This is the roast of the Batman, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. That last line didn't rhyme, but that's okay. We're moving on right now. <laughs> All of the inmates, like prison guards, they're all in the crowd, yeah? They're like, woo, yeah! And I was like, ah, I should be mad at you guys. I really should. <laughs> you know, I, I do love a roast, so yeah, bring it on, baby. Bring it on. <laughs> I need it like this. Okay. <laughs> all right, well. Fuck you, you, sir. Alvin's here. Wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Alvin can be the first. Uh, well, yeah, uh, sorry, my, uh, Mr. Hugo Strange. I almost called you much man there. Uh, sorry, Hugo Strange, but... Um, I thought we were going to co-host this, so, you know, I'm just kind of riffing off you and... I'm a solo act, bitch. Fuck off. <laughs> I thought we could bring out our first guest. All right, let's do it. 
and our first guest is Hello Gotham. Yeah, bring it up, bring it's, it up. Uh, it's Bruce Wayne's butler. What's he doing here? <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Anyway, everybody, take your seats. Take your seats. Um, if you've noticed. There's a smell of lavender wafting up from your chairs. That was me earlier. Yes, I, I made sure this place was nice and tidy and clean, just like no, how much of Bruce likes it. Overrated. <laughs> Might have to start doing the roast of Alfred, if you know what I'm saying. It's just an old person smell, isn't it? <laughs> Whenever you smell lavender, you're like, an old person lives here. <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a fresh cotton guy, Alfred. You need to learn this. <laughs> lavender is gross. Hey, well, I, um, I'm here to talk about uh batman yes yes and um i just my first thing is is that what's up with you being afraid of bats but dressing like one you stupid little twat <laughs> <laughs> am i right we everybody hey <laughs> was, was that a question uh, <laughs> yeah Alfred, they get you, it they get you it. know my life story <laughs> You know, that's actually, like, it's a roast. You don't have to cut that deep. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that joke was more dead than your parents. Ha ha! Yeah, baby. Do another one, baby. In the double take joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Two-Face didn't see you there in the crowd. Oh, okay. yeah, baby. I'm here. Oh, right. Another thing. Every time he comes back from a night of crime fighting, not that I know, because he's not Bruce Wayne, haha, but every time he does, he always makes a mess of the toilet. I don't know what he's eating whilst he's out in Gotham fighting crime, but it comes back and it looks like Clayface has had a go with the loo. <laughs> <laughs> Do a real paint job in there, that's for sure. <laughs> does it come in brown? Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Well, again, you're the one that feeds me, Alfred. Whatever the diet is you've constructed for me makes me paint the toilet. Yeah, whilst I'm here, not that I have anything to do with Alfred either, but um, I can't, I haven't had a solid poo in about six years. <laughs> he, he shits like a rabbit, you know, little pants in his sleep. Shits like a bird. <laughs> Just a big white man. Well, that's all for me tonight. If you want to see me, I'll be at the bar accepting free drinks and maybe I'll go home with one of your bums. Hey! <laughs> well, Alfred's really on one today. <laughs> Get your pennies worth, bitch. <laughs> oh, hey! <laughs> well, that was uh, Alfred uh, Pennyworth, everybody. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know how we're going to touch Oh, them. I didn't realize there was someone trying to introduce the new character here. Really button in on my whole shtick here, but little guy. <laughs> well, you better get started. Hurry the fuck up. <laughs> all right, everybody. Up next, we got the guy that pretty much is the reason why we're on him because he locked us up and threw Johnny Law in our face. It's Commissioner Gordon. Ow. Hello. Is this thing on? Tap, tap. You know. God, God he's so old. <laughs> <laughs> I can still hear that, no matter my age. <laughs> Gordon's the type of guy that, like, if he was FaceTiming, he would just be the worst, right? Like, it would just be his mustache. <laughs> and the ceiling. <laughs> I guess all you'd see. And he wouldn't know how to turn it off. Anyway, yeah, take the stage. You know, Batman, it's really annoying when I'm talking to you, and I'm not looking at you, and I turn around and you're gone. It's so rude. He turns, to look, at, turns to look at the chair, Batman's gone. Yeah. <laughs> He just did it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Batman's just in the crowd all of a sudden. Like, Sorry, I- <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Al- Alfred's Vindaloo kicked in again. I had a real paint job in the toilet over there. <laughs> Sorry about that, old buddy. What were you saying? All right, everybody, that's enough out of uh, Commissioner Walken. And uh, is it a bird? Is it a plane? Or is it our next comedian guest? It's Superman! Batman. Yeah, so so me and the Justice League were talking the other day. Um, you don't have any powers, bro. To us, that means... You're just some guy, some dude who dresses like a bat, and you look like a fucking loser. I guess comedy means something different in Metropolis. <laughs> <laughs> Man, is, is this room made of kryptonite or what? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like everyone is really not funny today. So, why don't we hear from our final guest, Boy Wonder, Little Dick himself, Robbie? Me, me, ah, ah. ah, he won't say anything bad about me. We're, we're tight, yo, him and me. He's, I'm so nice to him. He's gonna have, it's just gonna be lovely. Oh. Batman is the worst person in the world, everybody. <laughs> First of all, he's rich and he doesn't share any of his money with me. Second of all. He doesn't let me play with anything in the Batcave. Third of all, I don't even know how old I am because he abducted me as a child. And what number am I? <laughs> I got a list. Four. Four. This is... Oh, shut up. Not... <laughs> not talking to you, Batman. You shut up for once, Batman. Yeah, you shut up. Uh, world's greatest detective stuck with the guy. Put a little... Counterform. Put a little dick in it. All right, here we go. So I'm on a roll. I've had a, I've had a couple drinks. <laughs> I don't know how old I am. It's probably not legal. Yeah, I've talked to Commissioner Walker about it. He's cool with it. All right, here we go. So... Have you ever wondered who Batman is? <gasps> oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, I'm here too. And I think about it all the bloody time. Oh, yeah. Little me this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I know it, but I'm not going to tell anybody. <laughs> of course he does. Greatest riddle. Well, I'll tell you who he is. Underneath that mask, he is a giant asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Zach, you got me. I thought he was going to say that with Bruce Wayne. We gotta go. Baby train. No, no, Dick Grayson. Oh God, yeah. yeah, we really fucked this one up. Yeah, well, I, I don't think we're hey, the roasting Sup- type, Batman. Superman, can you go just like fly around the world a little bit in reverse time by like it's just twenty seconds, twenty seconds. I couldn't hear you. What? Look, you bombed He's so hard. He's got super hearing. He got it. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you bombed so hard, Superman. You, you're the least you can do. Oh, well, I, was it as bad as blowing up my planet? Yes. <laughs> that was Krypton blowing up bad. Because <laughs> you blew up the fun we were all having in this room. <laughs> like you always do. Like you always do. <laughs> Uh, Clark that, Kent, more like Clark. More like Clark get bent. Ah. Hey, hey. Ah. Got it in the end with my other side. <laughs> Is that two of you talking, baby? Wow. All right, everybody. I think that's the end of the race. Goodbye. Have a good night. Good night, Gotham. I love you. You're all under arrest.
<laughs> they're all gone. <laughs> the janitor's there, like, wait, left me. You're supposed to go back to your cells. <laughs> oh, no. Da 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 da. So if you enjoy this podcast, please be sure to leave us a five-star review on whatever you're listening to us on right now, as it helps us back grapple up the charts and attract both new listeners and guests. And if you leave a review, we might read it out on the pod at the end of each episode. And please subscribe or follow us on your preferred podcast platform of choice, if you have not yet already. Also, go follow us on social media at BatmanTASPod on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere but Twitter, which is at BatmanTASPod1. And that's because why? Because we are the number one Batman, the animated series podcast. Goddamn right. And in the description of this episode, you'll find a tip jar where you can give us any amount of money you can afford to give if you so wish. We aren't billionaire playboy philanthropists, so any amount you can afford to give us is not necessary, but always greatly appreciated. And finally, you can follow me everywhere at Chef Alex Robson, and you can follow Will on his socials. Stay up to date on what he's working on now and get a glimpse into the worst day of a comic book artist. Right, Will, we're going to find you. Oh my God. Anywhere at Robson Inc. And that's Robson I-N-K on the internet. I always try and speed that up like it's an auction. I want to see how fast I can go, but sometimes I go too fast. Yes, let's just speed through like important information about my social <laughs> <Yeah>. media. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dead. All right, we're going to review The Cat and the Claw Part 1 today, but first we're going to get into our fan casting Batman the Animated Series characters in a live-action universe. And I got a little theme tune for this section now, buddy. Do you want to hear it? Oh, Yes. Who will they cast in this part? <laughs> well, what did you think? How many harmonies were you doing? Like six. Six. <laughs> did sound right? Did you get your girlfriend to help you with the different harmony levels? No, and she's a singer. Why didn't I do that? Yeah, she what did... told you. Which notes to she hit, would be like? Thing. I ain't gonna put my voice on that. <laughs> no, not to not to sing, just to tell you which notes to hit. Yeah, I mean, did it sound alright? Did it sound? You know? It sounds like you know when you're at the dock and the wind blows through the lines of all the sail ships. It really and does. It, and it goes wow. like. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. But I you really appreciate the effort. You should have seen me recording it, like. To get that, like, who I, like, do this, like, big, like, vibrato, like, you know, like I'm on stage in an opera mm-hmm. or something. It was really good fun. I had fun listening to it, so. Good. All right, well, let's have some more fun, and let's talk about our casting choice for Catwoman, where we take the Catwoman from the animated series, that specific character, her look, her, like, personality, everything that that character has, we want to see in live action. So, who is your choice for this version of Catwoman? I... I'm not the biggest Catwoman fan, I would say. I don't dislike Catwoman, but she's not really on my list of like, oh, I love that character. Mm-hmm. But I do like the Batman animated series interpretation of her being like a rich environmentalist. There's something and just like I just something fun about especially that today. Like I feel like that really works with today, especially. Yeah, it does. Uh, maybe not the rich part though. <laughs> no, I guess but, not. Um, no. I was like, okay, well, you need someone that's obviously playful. Um, I would say, you know, can rock being blonde because it's quite a big part of this version of the yeah, character. Yeah. Um, uh, and just, but someone that can obviously do all the things that Selena Kyle does, it's, you know, the cat suits in the dresses, you know, mm-hmm. suave, sexy as hell too. Like this, I think this depiction of Catwoman has just always oh. been sexy to me. That's completely objective. 
or subjective, I should say. Well, it's part of it's part of the characters, her like, you know, ability to flirt and to like be playful and everything like her. If anyone was a fucking flirt in this, it was fucking Batman and Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. Hound dogging all over this episode. We'll get to that. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so who is your live action catwoman well, then? This person, uh, I think, has been really great in some horror recently. Not that that has anything to do with Batman. Um, I really like her acting in those movies. But I've seen her in the Marvel Cinematic Universe already in a cat suit. Uh, And my choice is Florence Pugh. Ooh, Who's the main actress from Midsummer, which, if you haven't seen, is a very good uh, modern-day horror movie. Um, Mm -hmm. And she's in... This, that, and the other, loads of things. She's in Black she, Widow as, like, Black Widow's sister. Yes. Um, uh, and I think she's kind of held back a bit in that role. In real life, she's just a posh English woman, which... Uh, yeah, like, she's... A, I would, it's me, one of me and my girlfriend's, like, biggest celebrity crushes. We love her. She, right. We think she's awesome. She's great fun. She did the Hot Wings Challenge, and she was just so entertaining to watch. Um, so... That's really she's interesting. Got the, she's got the look. She's got like the hair. I can see her in that classic cat woman suit as well, with a cat on top of her shoulders and everything. So that's my choice. Okay. Especially, and you got to think about our Miles Teller Batman. As well. I did. I did. Um, I definitely kept that at the top of my mind when choosing someone that's around the same age, if not a bit younger. Um, Florence Pugh is my second choice. So that's really right. interesting. Well, Florence Florence Pugh is younger because. Yeah, she is. Uh, Miles Teller's 36, and I think Florence Pugh is like 27. Yes. There is like a nine-year gap there. I've got someone that's the same age as Miles Teller, if not like a year younger. Also in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, also someone that I've seen her acting ability just in a number of different things recently, including a very good HBO series where I thought she brought her A-game. We both said that she's an amazing actor, and I think she looks like the Selena Kyle in the show. I can see her in the catsuit. My choice is Elizabeth Olsen, who's also known as the Scarlet Witch. She was in Love and Death recently, and I thought she was great mm. in Love and Death because she can play both this side of like, she seems like kind and like, not soft, but like just someone that you want. And then also I... she does the sneaky, like, you know, behind mm. the thing and is so sexy and stuff. I think she's. I'm going to say that you win. Flat out, but I think that's a great casting choice. Yes! I think it's better than my casting choice because it's more... Uh, I, not age-appropriate. People can have a relationship with someone's 27 and 36. That's not that sure. crazy. They are I can definitely see them paired together. Me too. And I can. she's got the whisper Catwoman voice. And I could see her mm. fighting more for animal rights. Um, and I, yeah. think she is, I think she is more age-appropriate for that character as well. I've seen so, her as yes. a blonde. She looks great. I've seen her plenty of times as a blonde. Oh, um, I just I just see her completely as the Catwoman character. So yeah, that's a great choice, bud. Good job. Thanks very much. Oh, I'm so glad because I really like felt that she was perfect for this role. So I'm glad. I thought when you said Marvel Universe, I thought you were gonna be like Scarlet Johansson. I'm like, no. No, 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 no. No. Elizabeth Olsen has that perfect blend for Selena Kyle and Catwoman, I think. She's yes. she's wicked. All right. Well that was that was great. Um easy peasy, locked in. Elizabeth Olsen is Catwoman. All right, bud, let's get on and review The Cat and the Claw, part one.
This episode came out on September 5th, 1992, directed by Kevin Ortieri, story by Sean Catherine Derrick and Lauren Bright, script by Jules Dennis and Richard Mueller, animation sequences by Sunrise Animation, featuring Kevin Conroy as Batman and Bruce Wayne, Bob Hastings as Commissioner Gordon, Adrian Barbeau as Catwoman and Selina Kyle, Herb Edelman as Stern, Kate Mulgrew as Red Claw, Mary McDonald Lewis as Maven, Neil Ross and Frank Welker as additional voices. Got some honourable mentions here. Sean Catherick Derrick and Laren Bright have been the story editors on previously reviewed episodes, such as The Forgotten, POV, Be a Clown, The Underdwellers, and I've Got Batman in My Basement. All episodes that aren't loved, really, but we enjoyed, so... Mm-hmm. There we go. Writers Jules Dennis and Richard Mueller have also been mentioned before in this podcast as they wrote The Underdwellers and The Forgotten. Director Kevin Altieri was also the director on previously reviewed episodes such as On Leather Wings, POV, The Last Laugh, and Two Faces, Parts 1 and 2. And announcing here for the first time, everybody, Kevin Altieri, the director of those episodes and this episode, will be our special guest on this podcast very soon. Will couldn't make it. But I recorded one with Kevin. I had the chance to talk to him. And I'm so excited to share because he even shares storyboards from this episode with me. And it's just awesome. So that will be coming in a few weeks. I was in Belgium. You were in Belgium. Yes. So um, it's a shame you missed it. But a great interview. And I'm excited for you to hear it. Okay. Honorable mentions for Adrienne Barbeau, who plays Catwoman. She's Maggie, an escape from New York. I haven't seen that movie except for once, a very long time ago. Have you, do you have a good memory of that movie or no? I watched it last time when my dog was a puppy, and that was six years ago. Okay, so I was going to say, would you know who Maggie is, but you don't? That's fine. Vaguely. Is, that, is she not one of the people he has to rescue? I I don't know. It just it was one of her like you go on IMDb and it lists like the top credits and that was one of them for her. Right. Uh, she's also Wilma Northrop in Creep Show movie or TV show. Don't know. Couldn't answer that one. Because but, there's a movie by George A. Romero and um, what's his name? The famous uh, horror writer, well, most famous horror out? writer of all time. What's his name? Well, what's the name know. of the most from Maine? Oh, Stephen King. Yeah, Stephen King and George A. Romero made a creep show movie together. In the this 80s. is this is that movie yeah. that she's in with effects by Tom Savini, who I've been really into recently. Oh, okay. So she plays Wilma Northrop, who's one of the top billing uh, actors in that movie, because you've got like Leslie Nielsen in that. Um, oh, there's a few people there's in loads. that. Ed, Ed Harris is in it, and friggin' Ted Danson. No shit. It's a it's a fun movie, but it's a very fun eighties romp. Yeah, that sounds fun. I'd like to watch that. Uh, she's also Stevie Wayne in the movie The Fog. So she's played in all of these like classic the fog. older horror Lots movies. Lots of Carpenter, I see. Yeah, that's true. Uh, she's also the voice of Arkham Asylum in the Batman Arkham games. You know, the female voice over the loudspeaker where it's like inmates escaping or oh, okay. lockdown happening soon. Uh, she's also central in Judge Dredd. The movie was Stallone. Like central again. She's that computer voice that's like, you have been sentenced to three years right. in blah, blah, blah. Um, I am then- <laughs> and finally, another voice. She's the mainframe computer in Demolition Man, another Stallone movie. Ah, uh, that's a great one. You have been fined five credits. You know, so she does. She all doesn't of that. know how to use the shells, the seashells. <laughs> and she's also appeared in episodes of American Horror Story, Dexter, Sons of Anarchy, and Star Trek. So Dexter. lots, yeah, lots of cool stuff. I don't know. It was one episode, so she's probably a very oh, quick character. Is she? 
his wife's mother? Oh, no, she's, no, it's not her. No, I know no. who you're talking about. No. Um, but she's been in loads of cool stuff, uh, and she's still acting loads today in lots of TV shows. So I think she's great. She's a great Catwoman as well. I really like her voice as yeah. Catwoman. Uh, Kate Mulgrew, who plays uh, Red Claw. Kate Mulgrew, ready for this? So she's Captain Catherine Janeway in Star Trek and Titania in Gargoyles, both ones that we don't know, but people probably do. But do you remember Orange is the New Black? Yeah. Do you know the Russian, like, head of the kitchen? Red? Um, that's Red Claw. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? And you can hear it. Now you hear Red Claw's voice. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, of course that's her. Isn't I love cool? Red. Red's a great uh, character. Red? Red Claw? Same thing, almost. Crazy. That show did like the you know the, the the foot on the neck before like world events happen. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, like right. uh, you would if you were watching that in history, you'd be like, oh, they clearly are pulling from history there. No, no. And that's just how fucked up the world is. Is that that yeah. wasn't even pulling from that particular one? Yeah, it was a good anyway. show, man. Really good show, underrated. I think. Um, I don't think it was been, underrated. I think well, a lot of people liked it. People have forgotten about it, I guess, and it's a shame because it was a really good show, and I could easily go back and watch that and probably be like, wow, I forgot how good this is, you know? Last season kind of tittled off a bit, but it was good. Yeah, well, a lot of these last seasons usually do for shows that that are really good. Uh, and finally, Mary McDonald Lewis, um, who plays Maven, which is uh, Selena Kyle's, like, what do you think she does, by the way? Is she, does she work for Selena? Is she her roommate? Both she's like a, she said, "This is my assistant." When she introduced her, her to Bruce Wayne, but she's always in Selena's apartment. Like, is she just taking care of her cats? Yeah. No, it's like you remember, like uh, in um, White Lotus season two, that girl that had to be constantly with that lady. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. True, That's what it is. Yeah. Personal assistant. Because she comes back from doing her Catwoman stuff and maven's just like in a flat kicking it yeah, with all well, the cats they could be fucking you know they could be yeah it could be um ain't out of character for catwoman that's for sure no and even like uh, frank miller had that right like he had catwoman as like a um a sex worker and she took in like a young girl that was like beaten up yeah, well that's like not what's happening here but no i know but i'm it saying it shows that, that her sexuality is probably not yeah, she could Straight be bi or, or she could be poly yeah. or whatever, yeah. So yeah, Mary McDonald Lewis, Lady J in G.I. Joan Action Force. Uh, she's Ivan in the recent Pixar movie Lightyear and the dialect coach in the Twilight movies. That's the credits I could find for her. All right, moving on to my fun facts out of my utility belt. We don't have too much here, so only a few to go through. First one, in order to capitalize on the hype of Batman Returns, it was decided that this episode would be the first episode to air of Batman the Animated Series, despite being the 15th episode produced, because it featured Catwoman. This animated version of Selina Kyle even has blonde hair to resemble Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm. So that's the main reasons for that. But there's Which a great, makes sense. The, the mise-en-scene and vibe of this episode is very good. It is. I agree. Like, I could see why they're like, this could work as the first episode, even yeah, though it feels it's... very Batman, the animated series. Yeah. Uh, although the two parts of the Captain Claw were produced as the 15th and 16th episodes, part one was aired first on September 5th, 1992. But part two was later aired on September 12th, 1992 as the 8th aired episode. So imagine like being back in the day watching episode one and be like, Oh wow, this show's great! Oh my god, Catwoman, what's going to happen to her? And then the next episode, it's on leather wings, and you're like, so, "Wait, what?" So that, so that guy was like, "Ah, we found you now. I'll see you in a few months, maybe a couple of years, Selena." <laughs> yeah, 
or he's there the entire time watching it. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one's called me yet. I've been waiting there for <laughs> for months. I heard about a giant Do bat we... in town, a crazy yeah. clown. Yeah. <laughs> I heard the DA lost half his face. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm missing so much. Do we even care about this lady anymore, boss? <laughs> boss, he's dead. <laughs> Sorry, shit. Oh man, the misogyny in this. Speaking when I just messed up, shit. Oh, Holy crap! My goodness. Um, Batman so, is. A, my wife was watching this in the background. She was like, "Batman, yuck." That's what she said. <laughs> he was being so gross. So he like, gross. He was like, "Oh." It was like flirting oh, with her constantly. Dude, that line. Yeah, he blew her a kiss goodbye. Like, I know. And it, that reminded me of, um, what's his name? Christoph Waltz in fucking Inglorious Bastards when the, the Jewish lady yeah, is running off and he's like, my shitty. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that line, though, where he says, oh, no, cat burglar is a woman. And I was just like, Batman, why are you surprised, first of all? And second of all, like, what if he started saying that everywhere he went, like he went into his doctor's office? And his doctor walks in, and it's a woman. And he's like, "My new doctor is a woman." And she's like, well, yeah, then, and? Clearly people are like, did you know that Bruce Wayne's kind of a piece of shit?" <laughs> <laughs> he goes to a restaurant, and he's like, "My new waitress is a woman." Yeah. It's like, all, waitress. All his <laughs> staff are men. He's got one old man there. <laughs> I don't see many women in Gotham these days. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a young man living with him now as well. Do you know that? <laughs> His name is Dick. What? <laughs> Our new DA is a woman. Yes, <laughs> the women work in all of yes. these fields. They exist as evil. <laughs> no, they don't. Wayne Enterprises just hired a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. My mother was a woman. <laughs> So Kevin Altieri called for an almost impossible bit of animation, a scene where the Red Claw is briefing her men with a slideshow and stage so she moves in front of the projected images during the briefing. Mm. Altieri said, in cartoons, if you want lines to bend over characters, it's not a trick. It's real animation that's got to be all hand drawn panel for panel. You shouldn't do it, he said. The chances of working on it are astronomical, but I went for it anyway, and they did it. They blew so many other simpler things, but this one they pulled off. And I agree, that, se- that mm. sequence is amazing. It looks really good when she's telling them the plan, and you see it projected on her. looks great. Yeah. Kevin Ortieri said of the rooftop meeting between Batman and Catwoman, I use that as an example of how to board when hiring new people. It has all my tricks in it. Lame animation, but the boards are good. And he showed me these boards, and he's right, like that opening sequence. It's like Gotham and then like it's woman on beautiful it is it's right like the, that opening sequence is great the whole dance through gotham is is very good i uh, yeah i really like that that's probably my favorite bit of the episode it's very batman and catwoman it reminds me of like um long halloween immediately of them dancing yes the together. yes and also there was a bit that reminded me of spider-man because they shoot catwoman yes, on the I building. Know exactly what you're talking about which is and calling it's, up yeah it's the Tobey Maguire spider-man poster well, it's actually the cover for the 90s Spider-Man uh, animated series video game. Oh, of course like it is. Crawling up. Uh, yes, yeah, so very Spider-Man. I love that. Uh, and then uh, next bit of fun facts. Red Claw is a character created for the animated series. She only recently made her debut appearance in the comics in Catwoman number 43, which only came out last year in 2022. Wow. wow. So, I know. Someone must have used this character in the past like 30 years. Not in comics. Isn't that crazy? Fun I character. Think, yeah. I think she's cool. I think she's kind of fit. 
well, I think Catwoman's kind of fit. So clearly this is like a an Edward or a whatever his name Two is. Two little fat rubs and brothers just <laughs> diddling their whittles in the corner. <laughs> Got that. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, leave it in. <laughs> oi, 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 oi. <laughs> Catwoman, red claw, Catwoman, red claw. Oh, oh God. Uh, scenes from the past of this episode were used in the game The Adventures of Batman and Robin on level four, Tale of the Cat. The music is also the same. Which leads me into me asking you, what did you think of the music in this episode? I thought it was very good and it reminded me of old times. Yeah, I agree. It was like, I am Catwoman, I do this, steal the jewels and jump the building. You could just like put any kind of words in there. It's so much my fun. My cat goes and steals the jewels, put it on my shoulder after. Yeah, and I love... Also, it, why it, did she only take that cat? There's a very cute, fat, white puss puss that she has. And I was like, I could just see like her coming back and that fat cat being like, can I come out next time, please? <laughs> and she's, she's like, like, no, you're you more stay like, here. You're like, a, when I come home for, for petting, no, I, I could break in and jump through all the laces. Absolutely fine. <laughs> Get stuck in the hole yeah. that she cuts. cuts uh, yeah. And goes in instead of bringing back, like, the jewels. It just brings back, like, you know, a fucking piece of chicken or something. Like, that. the goods! <laughs> that the goods, Mom! Let's get out of here before Let's they blow this joint. <laughs> I think that I, the name of that cat would be like Cotton Bud or something. You know what I mean? Like something. Oh, down. Cotton Bud! <laughs> Cute! That's canon now, yeah? I love Cotton Bud. <laughs> so, okay, the music's That's really like good. My, my wife wasn't watching it all, but she only walked over and she just pointed at the cat. She went, Cute! it's official uh so music is good what did you think of the episode as a whole i enjoyed it it's very noir feeling um very batman the animated series feeling uh even though old bruce was a fucking horn dog diggity do so flushing and like and just like that i think that dude needed to have a wank basically because he really he had a lot of built-up stuff in him there everywhere he went he was like i am horny and when when he when Selena didn't want to go on the date first, he's like, "No, I am a man that upholds himself and his honor, and I insist yeah. that you go on a date with me." And I'm like, "Just," she said, "No, buddy. Like, she paid you the money. It wasn't even that much. You know what I mean? Like, come on. In the grand scheme, ten grand. It's a lot of money." For Bruce Wayne, I love when he was getting bid on, yeah? And it was, like, first of all, he's walking up there, and all those women, like, all of the things they say are hilarious. Everybody is horny in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I've been pinching my pennies for you. (laughs) I'm like, what is that, euphemism? (laughs) Nipples. (laughs) Oh, I got it. I'm like mm, Bruce Wayne later on, baby. <laughs> I got a thousand bucks with your name on it. <laughs> you love more than that. But it's a thousand, and he's so chuffed with being bid on for a grand. And I'm like, mate, you're a billionaire. You could save this whole fund with like a click of your fingers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, why There's... did she give him the check? Yeah, it should go to the foundation. Like, oh, I'm fundraising for me. <laughs> it's, like, that, you know, it's, a, it's a bad economy for all of us. You know, Bat, Batmobile needs new wheels. And Alvin needs a haircut. Like, you know, I can really use the money. This body's for hire, baby. <laughs> yeah, might as well start selling myself on the street, Alfred. Ah, I gotta make that money somehow. I can I also... sell myself too, sir. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know if you're really gonna make a lot of money there, Alfred. <laughs> you don't know that, sir. <laughs> I could be bid on for twenty thousand dollars. Mm. <laughs> I'll be pinching my pennies for it. If you know what I'm saying? Ooh, oh dear. <laughs> uh, I I think that. Um, when Catwoman's stealing the jewels, as we said, like that's a really cool comic book scene. But I had a few questions that I wanted to ask you. First of all, that woman that owns it, why does she have yeah, this? What the lady fast asleep? Fast asleep, <laughs> yes, snoring away. Yeah. Why doesn't she just have a safe? Why does she have like intricate she lasers? She wants to see it. She wants to see her jewels. Maybe, but she's asleep. They're so she's playing. I, I don't know she's why he's, she, yeah it's it's more like that was set up like a museum but they're like oh we got to make someone own this so. yeah yeah true but why not just make it a museum and like have her steal some jewels from a museum because then we don't uh, have that great animation of a chunky lady in bed <laughs> laying on her back storing away <laughs> which i'm proud to use in a tiktok one of these days <laughs> absolutely show them so, my wife and be like look it's you <laughs> keep that in <laughs> <laughs> That's actually never listens to this. Yeah. Anyway. Um so how do the how do like how does the cat see the lasers? Is that a thing? No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was thinking that. Right? I also like, don't understand why it went from cat's eyes to human eyes. That was weird. That was a weird transition. Cats I agree. don't have human eyes. They have yeah. eyes. <laughs> and they also don't see lasers. <laughs> they don't see lasers. Uh so my oh, so cats don't know how to steal jewelry. Come on, guys. No, I know. As you said, the, it would go for like a tin of cat food. The chunk like, cat just walks through the lasers. Don't worry, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Cotton Bud. <laughs> Waste the fridge. Yeah, <laughs> just through the lasers right to the fridge. <laughs> Past the fat lady sleeping, he's like, ah, she gets it. <laughs> ah, she just goes to sleep on her. I yeah. uh, pineapple five. Right that fridge. The alarm's going off. <laughs> and they're just both asleep. I found my soulmate. Kel oh, was like, goodness. that's well, Cotton Bud left us. <laughs> um, my love that Batman moment. Love that Batman! It's when Catwoman thinks she's evaded Batman. And even says, so long, Dark Knight. And I love the way she delivers that line. And then Batman says, drop in anytime. And he's already on the rooftop and his music plays as you see him. I'm like, that's just the coolest thing. I love There's that. There's a super over animated shot of him at one point where it's like a zoom in, a worm's eye view of his face. And he's just yes. like a big beef boy. And it's like almost Up like his nose. Yeah, it's like more like realistic looking art. I'm like, oh, this looks weird in the show. Yeah, it, it was a bit too like overdrawn. I agree. Mm. So I have a really weird thing that I'm wondering if you noticed. Catwoman escapes Batman by kicking over a mountain of garbage cans. That Which literally... you knew were going to fall because they were like that. You know, the, in cartoons when they're like certain color where you're like, oh, those are clearly going to be animated. They're not a matte painting. They're just like yes. a literal like animation cell. So they're all stacked up on top of each other like a cup pyramid you'd make as a kid. And I'm like... Who the fuck is doing that? What maniac is stacking up garbage cans like a pyramid in an alleyway? Like, what is that, a villain that Batman hasn't met yet? I am the the trash man! (laughs) Danny DeVito! (laughs) I'm the trash man! (laughs) He's got, like, one of those, like, pharaoh things on. I rebuild the pyramids (laughs) out of trash! 
but they say also, we gotta clean up Gotham, and I'm stunned with the trash. <laughs> but the thing is, is that even if that was how they handle garbage in Gotham, because Gotham's a weird place, so I get it. But even if that is how they do it, who's gonna throw away their rubbish at the top one? How pissed off would you be? Oh, you just chuck the bag up then. If it falls on someone else's, then whatever. Oh, I guess so. But like, I don't know. Someone's just like, hey, that's recycling only. And you're like, fuck you. It's a pyramid of garbage. <laughs> maybe, maybe the Gotham garbage, garbage people are on strike or something. And they're just like, well, start stacking it up, boys. Because it ain't going anywhere else. <laughs> well, it took Batman out. So it did its job. Yeah, um, true. <laughs> I, you know what? Watching it, I didn't think twice about a stack of garbage bins. And now that I think about it. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, right? It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it like, makes why, no sense. Why is that a thing? I've um, never seen that in real life. Nope. Ever. Never. Bags ever. stacked up, yes, but garbage bins stacked <laughs> up. Someone had to do that, probably with a machine. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, that was if they're full of garbage, then yes. Yeah, that was a plan. That was a planned out pyramid of garbage. So after Batman gets trashed by his pyramid, he yeah. lets... He lets Catwoman go for no reason. She's on top of the roof. He saves Isis. He lets her go for a very distinct reason, because he's a fucking horn dog and he wants this little flirtation thing to continue. Yeah, because he whistles and he's like, until next time, or something like that. And I'm like, oh, she's, the whistle is, she's right there, buddy. The whistle is what made my wife say, Batman, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, he could just grapple up there. You know what I mean? Like, he could grab her. But he, yeah, as you said, he wants to keep the game alive um that's kind of gross <laughs> so after bruce has been bid on by selena and he's meeting her for the first time did you notice the crowd of people around them are like they're blue because they're supposed mm. to be like in this blue hue where it's creating the scene but you're not supposed to really notice them but because i watched this in hd i really noticed they look like they've been frozen by mr freeze because yeah. the shots are held for so long and they're all like in a pose and I'm like, did someone stop time or something? Like, what's happening around them? They all look like animation. dead corpses. I don't know what you expect. They, they already animated a lady having a projector over her body, okay? That's the true. image wrapping around it. What, you expect them to animate a full crowd scene? Yeah, they are. off. <laughs> that's, I guess that's a good point. Um, so then Batman goes to that great chase sequence. What did you think of that, by the way, with, like, the guys with the Tommy gun in the back of the car? And then... I was he, like... like no stop it. like might as well fucking wait for batman because they are in a they have a gatlet gun in a truck that is full of guns like yeah they are just gonna keep shooting like non-stop that's true like were they did they steal guns and then they're using yeah. the guns that they stole yeah because it said u.s army yeah i guess so but i just love that they're like we're gonna steal guns and then oh no we gotta use them <laughs> like, yeah. I also you know, love not the best the US- plan I also love that the U.S. Army, like, their standard gun is a Tommy gun with a, a round freaking magazine instead of the yes. standard long one. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're all gangsters now in the, you know, Gotham military. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's true. I did notice that as well. Also, speaking of um, Gotham police and, and such, this is the first time we see Gordon talking with Batman in an alleyway, if I can remember correctly. He, like, goes right. over to an alley and, like, we get their little, you know, kind of comic book is this, on, no, is this the first time that they talk? I think it is from the episodes that we watched. I think this is the first time we've seen Gordon and Batman have a chat. Yeah, it is. They right, because we it. haven't seen Batman in his office yet. You know what I thought? Um, who probably would have been, I think, the best casted Commissioner Gordon of all time the other day. Who? Now, I, now I, I told you recently I've been watching Magnum P.I. 
Do you imagine Tom Selleck as Commissioner Gordon with that tash? Like this gray. is who I wanted to. This is who I wanted to cast when we were doing live action. But you said he was too old, which he is. Yeah, because he's like a ninety-year-old man I know, now. But back in the day, he would have been an amazing Gordon. Oh my maybe. god! If he, if he was in like the nineties movie as Commissioner Gordon, could you imagine that? Yeah, he would have been excellent. They would have had to make that character better than it was to make Tom Selleck shine because the Gordon and the McKeaton and like Kilmer clearly. He's just he's just there as like this idiot cop, fat old conservative man. You know? <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, so weird. Yeah, like he looks corrupt. He does look corrupt. He's yeah, like, he does. Join the gambling with like the DH. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, yeah, this Gotham is fucked. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely on the take. Um, I really enjoyed the line where Selena says, "I wish Batman was standing behind this door," and then it slowly reveals Bruce. But it's yeah, like, you knew who was going to be there. I know, but it's good stuff. You know, it's comic book stuff. I like that. It has like some Spider-Man vibes to this episode. I thought, like especially the car chase gun sequence. And I think you think it's Spider-Man vibes because it's the play on secret identities, which is used yes. a lot in Spider-Man. You're right. That is exactly what it is. Good show. Um, Bruce really does look like a giant rectangle in this show, especially in this episode. He, he is a block. A, he bought a suit from John Cena in this episode because he's walking <laughs> around like a gorilla man. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> he looks like a square. chocolate bar. Yeah, or like Kingpin from that uh, Spider-Verse movie. Yeah. He's just a giant block. He looks like fucking someone went to the shops and bought Cadbury's Dairy Milk and put it in a brown suit. <laughs> He's just a big rectangle. <laughs> he also, like, he's the same shape as the door that he walks through. He just comes through just as go, the door. <laughs> as he comes through. <laughs> he's like those he, children's things where they match up the squares and the circles. <laughs> he must have felt pretty cool, though, when he just picks up the phone and he goes, like, what time's good for you when he got seen oh, yeah. at that meeting? All a move, man. Yeah. And I was like, eh, it's pretty sly. Absolutely. Dog. So I have a cool theory, which... Um, I reached out to Kevin Ortieri to see if it was true, and he hasn't gone back to me yet. But you know I'm a big James Bond nut, and our listeners probably know that now. I noticed a few nods to Moonraker in this episode. First of all, the, our new cat burglar's a woman, is very much like a woman. And then in that movie, to get into the secret compartments that the bad guy has, he has a little jingle that he has to play in order to open it. And that was the same thing in this episode and i thought that was very it was very bond with like all the trap doors you know coming out and like you know all of the build up like here's my plan and a little set that i'm going to show you like goldfinger did that shit you know i thought that was it was very bond particularly moonraker i thought so well maybe 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 nice odes to it maybe he's a big fan yeah uh the reveal of red claw was funny because she comes out of a shadow and the music is like Dun dun dun! It's another woman, and then they cut to her arm, and they're like, "Dun dun dun! She's got a tattoo." <laughs> You're like, "Ooh, I'm scared." My wife was like, "Damn, she's thick." Yeah, she's definitely like she's lifting. Um, so what did you think of the mobsters meeting and Batman breaking it up? Like that whole meeting, they had like really cool style to them. Like hey, Scarface one, Dick Tracy though, like a bit. Yes, like, every gangster in this is a bit like. Yeah, I got a funny face. Yeah, I got big teeth. You're right. Yeah, it's I got very a Dick Tracy. big brown. Man. And Batman's entrance was ridiculous because he throws this oh, anchor-sized harpoon. God. And he just like spins around the rope six times and they're all watching it. And I'm like, how are you not dizzy and throwing up after he doing that? Comes down like a tether ball. Like, what yes. is going on there? Like <laughs> you could just slide down the rope where he decides yeah. to do 
360 spins there. Yeah. Do you imagine like in Tony Hawk, you know, when you do tricks, it's like, bam, bam. It's yeah. like giving him the points. 900. Yeah. <laughs> bam, bam. <laughs> I thought that'd be funny. Offsprings playing in the background. <laughs> but also like all of the gangsters could have just shot him whilst he was doing it because it took him ages to get Maybe that. not. He could have been dodging those bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Spinning all Moving target. And then he holds up this mob boss above the ground and there's a shot of his legs swaying back and forth for way too long. Did you notice this? It's yeah, just they like, didn't want to animate this mouth moving. He's not wearing any socks. I was like, Yes, Ew. I noticed that too. No socks. So is that his stick? Like one's got big teeth and the other one's got no socks? It's Sammy no socks over here. <laughs> you can smell him coming a mile away. Batman's just like, I need information. You better hurry up because you stink. Jesus, are you not wearing socks? <laughs> Why aren't you wearing socks? <laughs> I got a medical condition. I gotta, I gotta put an ointment on the. He's gotta breathe. Oh. I'm gonna interview. Who's your right hand? <laughs> it's Tommy Skinmark over there. <laughs> Skinmark. You know what, guys? I'll find a different mom to get the information from. Good night. <laughs> no socks, Skinmark. That's enough for me. Have a good night. I'll have the Wayne Foundation send you whole new showers and baths. <laughs> and socks and pants. And socks and pants. <laughs> Alfred's like, ooh, a job for me, knitting. Hey, hang on, Batman, you ever met Birthday Suit Bob yet? <laughs> I don't think I want to meet Birthday Suit Bob. <laughs> I can get the picture. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <sighs> One of Red Claw's henchmen was... Uh, was very stylish. Did you notice this dude? He had blue sunglasses on. He had a brown leather jacket, cool hat. And I'm like, this guy's got a vibe. Like I really dug. <laughs> Skid Mark. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I really making, dug... he's making up for having a poopy butt all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the one at the end that's watching Selena, but he doesn't have his cool sunglasses on. But he, like, he's the one in the car chase sequence driving the yeah. car. He's in loads of scenes. And I'm like, this dude looks good. I was like, you know, that blue sunglasses, that was a real risk. But he pulls it off. Like, I <laughs> thought they looked good. I didn't notice it at all. I was watching a cartoon, so. <laughs> well, did you like Catwoman's custom little spikes that she has that she, like, threw out in the, uh, so. the vents? Who made those for her? Somebody that's did. Some intricate, that's some intricate metal work. Probably Maven. That's one of her jobs. Yeah, she's like, all right, I'm going to bed. You spend the next three weeks making extremely sharp little cats. <laughs> Get your welding mask on. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Batman totally gets a real good snog in with Catwoman before pushing her away. I'm like, dude, like he's like, he makes out with her and then he's like, no, and pushes away. I'm like, you've already gone too far, buddy. And then Batman does the most invasive thing I've ever seen him do in this episode. He just smiles and he grabs Catwoman's mask and just tries to take it off without her yeah. permission or anything. No lead-up convo, nothing. He's just like, all right, I'm going to see who you are. And she's like, yeah. whoa, buddy, what are you... Exactly. Like, her face is like, what are you doing? Out of all people, like, you should know that that's a fucked up thing to do. So messed up. And then he looks grumpy that she said yeah. no. He's like, mm, I don't get what I <laughs> He's want. like, I need to know if, that, if I find you fit before we fuck. And she's like, <laughs> who said we're going to fuck? <laughs> are we not, not going to fuck? <laughs> We've been like flirting. You kissed me. Alfred totally said you were giving me all the signals. We had a chat in our little bath time moment last you night. You took advice from a guy that's been living like with a younger man for the past 30 years on women. Whoopsie. <laughs> so are we he... going to fuck? Should we fuck? No. 
I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> it's not my utility belt that's giving me that bulge. <laughs> my batarang. Um, my batarang. Oh my god. Bat O Wang. I'm sure it must have been done. I've never heard that before, but Bat O Wang. Oh, it's so funny. It's not a speech impediment, baby. It's a Bat O Wang. <laughs> it's not a battered Wang. It's not my dick covered in breadcrumbs. <laughs> but I can do it that. It could anyway. be. Alpha makes a really good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. One mozzarella stick coming up. <laughs> the yeah, secret bigger than that, Alfred. <laughs> the secret is in the breadcrumbs. That's right. I had a bit of garlic powder. I'm allergic to garlic. Oh no! <laughs> uh, but yeah, he like totally law zones Catwoman as well when she says like, "You can't deny there's something between us." He's like, "You're right." And I'm afraid it's the law. And I'm just like, oh. And Alfred's prepared breadcrumbs on my little, <laughs> my little mozzarella stick. Oh, You're going to be the marinara dip. <laughs> Jesus, Batman. What? I'm in season. <laughs> I'm in season. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, he's, he's, he's so horny in this one. It's crazy. He's really horny in this one. Yeah, he is. No pun intended. He's, yeah, he's like, he's ready to go in a moment's notice. As both Batman and Bruce Wayne, like, he hasn't been laid in a really long exactly. time in his shows. He's just desperate. He's just like, any innuendo you want to throw out there, I'll cling on to that and I'll pretend I'll like it's real. your end, <laughs> Oh, God, my bat a wang. <laughs> I think uh. you need a wank, sir. <laughs> Alfred, do the stranger. <laughs> Wait, well, I said on my hand the jerk you off? How does that work? Well, you don't know you're doing it. <laughs> I'll know I'm doing it. <laughs> and so will you. Just a hand through a curtain. <laughs> it's clearly Alfred's. It's clearly Alfred's hand. Oh, God, it's like old and wrinkly and like, like leather. <laughs> in for a penny's worth in for a pound <laughs> oh man so, what are we, look, even we're talking about weird shit because of this fucking episode that's true it's really getting to our heads well let's wrap it up this episode ends with the stylish thug not wearing his blue sunglasses watching selena in her apartment with his binoculars and says a vague threat out loud and that is the end of the episode and we are watching the cat in the claw part two next but if this was us watching this in release order, we wouldn't be watching this for another seven or eight episodes, which is just no, so weird. Be, we'll still be on the rooftop with that one guy. Like those <laughs> like those Japanese soldiers that didn't know World War Two ended for like twenty six <laughs> years. And we're like, Are we still after Selena? Like, what are we doing? It's like, mate, that was in the nineties. It's two thousand twenty-three. What? <laughs> All right, we'll go on to our game of the day, which is Riddle Me This, William. Focus! Focus! But you'll still have to answer the riddle. I can't believe it's luck. Oh, darn. Now there's a riddle for you. A lucky guess, that's all. Now, now, no sore losers. <laughs> this is a game I play with my brother where I ask him three questions from the show we just watched to make sure he was paying attention. Feel free to play along at home as well. You ready, buddy, for question one? Yep. All right, question one. What is the name of Catwoman's cat? 
I didn't know she had a name for it. Mm-hmm. She says the name several Sooty. times. No, it's... Uh, I think it's Egyptian. Or Roman? Cleopatra. No, that would be very funny. And also annoying for her to be like, Cleopatra, come here every single time. The name Cleo is... Cleo for short? The name is Isis. Oh, it is Isis. I remember hearing they've been like, Isis? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god. Today. <laughs> well, I think it is an Egyptian god of some kind, if memory serves me right. All right, question and two. And a terrorist organization. And a terrorist, which Red Claw is a terrorist, so connection. Yeah. Oh, conspiracy theory. Question two. How much does Selena bid on Bruce to win a date with him? 10,000 Gotham dollars. 10,000 Gotham bucks is correct. And question three, what was the tune that is played to reveal the hidden trapdoor? Beethoven's Sympathy number two, was it? Uh, yeah, but it's... So I'll give you the points because you've got Beethoven. It's, bah, 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 the movies one. It's, I like movies, movies, movies. Yeah. I like when I watch movies, I want to see stars, which was like the yeah. HBO. That was their theme tune back in the day. Uh, it's also in Die Hard, obviously. Um, yeah. It's Beethoven's Ode to Joy. Ode to Joy, that's it. And a bonus question for you. What does Selena threaten the Multigon CEO with and says that he will feel like this when so many people will be watching? It's such a That's weird... A really, really I know, it's question. a hard... Yeah, so she, you know, she like fires a bunch of insults and she says, um, when I'm done with you, so many people will watching you. So many people will be watching you. You'll feel like... And then what does she say there? Because it's such a weird threat. But he's like, okay. It's a random question. No, I did. That's a bad phrased question okay well it's a bug in a bell jar which i thought was just like such a southern girl thing to say well i'm like yeah what? i'm more nervous than a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs <laughs> i heard stone cold steve that austin say good. that once and i was like i heard stone cold say that once and it stuck with me on one of his podcasts he's like boy howdy i was more nervous than a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs i was like <laughs> Wow, that is the most southern saying I've ever heard. So I've, I've put it in my mind forever. Well, you'll feel like a bug in bell jar with all them people watching you. You'll feel like mouse on a Mississippi tree stump. <laughs> <laughs> you can stop saying references, I guess. <laughs> a little, little office, office reference there. All right, our next game is with you, the listener. <laughs> This is Ace the Bat Sound, a game that we play with you guys. Each week I'll play a brief music clip from the show and you have to guess who the character is or the title of the episode that the music belongs to. The answer to each clip will be revealed in the following episode. So last week we had this clip. still don't know here's a voice clip from that episode peace to all brothers and sisters the negative plane is aligned with the positive bringing forth astral harmony what the vibrations are right for prophecy 
Oh, okay. All right, enough clues. If you don't know it by now, the character's name is Nostromo, and it's from the episode Prophecy of Doom. Do you remember that episode, bud, where it's like a cult-like magician thing? It's coming up soon. I believe it's like after the cat and the claw. I believe we're a few episodes away from that. All right, here's a musical clip for next week's episode where you'll have to name the character that the music is for. want to sing the name oh, it's in the name just say i'm the character <laughs> i'm the character I'm I'm... hey <laughs> <laughs> i spoiled it this is yeah this is why i don't want to play with you it's... <laughs> stop it <laughs> i fucked up oh dear you all right can, next you week can, you can bleep out the what i said yeah i will i will Next week, you guys have until then to answer that musical clip. All right. Our little message board here is called You've Got Mail. Oh, by the way, this came for you an hour ago by messenger. You've got mail. Thank you, Alfred. This is a segment where you guys can write in and let us know what you think of the pod. I collect all of your comments and such from various different platforms, YouTube, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc., and pull in some of some cool questions or just some cool shout-outs. And if it's below five stars, I've decided, bud, I'm not going to read them out in the pod, because why would I? Ah, oh, exactly. Well, you used to read, like, negative ones. I'm like, why give them the time of day? Exactly. Um, so this is a five-star review from Mr. Marvel 700. There is some negative in here, but I'm, it's with love. So he said, this podcast is good. They cover some of the scenes of the show in great detail. Still has the quirks and the full personality of Will and Alex Robson, who are both experienced in doing podcasts. And I listen to every chance I get. It's not as good as their Spider-Man, the animated series podcast, but it's still an amazing podcast. And I really recommend it. I think someone misses King Bean and Schmay. <laughs> I think so too. Still available on Spotify. And thank you, Mr. Marvel, for writing that in. And maybe we'll go back to Spider Man one day, but we're really loving doing the Batman right now. One's enough oh, for me. Yeah, and one's enough for me as well. Too much for me, actually. Half so, of one is good. <laughs> I maybe gotta go now. Her. Bye. <laughs> All right. And our final write in from a listener is from Dan Higgins. This was an email. He said, hey, guys, love the podcast and look forward to listening every week. Your guests are amazing and full of stories. And you two recently cracked me up when talking about working for Mr. Freeze, which leads me to my <laughs> we question. We started five. It's <laughs> such a good joke. Oh, dear. Um, this leads me to my question. He says, which of Batman's villains would you want to work for and why? If I was forced to work for a Batman villain? Yeah. It's in the Batman question. the Animated Series? Yes, in the Animated Series. I think I know my one. Should I go whilst you're still thinking? Sure. My one is Rupert Thorne, who counts as a villain. Yeah, you're a gangster. So gangster, yeah. Eating lots of Italian food at, like, whatever that guy's name is, Joe, or something like that, or whatever. Yeah, that... sounds good. Yeah, mobster, you get, you know, you're on the take, you buy your boss a tie, he's happy. I think that works. Yeah, that's my answer as well. 
Yeah, Rupert Thorne. That's the one you're going for. A couple for. of thorny guys. Otherwise, everyone else has got a gimmick, you know, that you've got to like... Yeah, like, and it's guaranteed you're going to get locked up. Even Batman in this yeah. episode, he pops in to, like, mobs is beaten. He's like, mm, you haven't done anything wrong, so goodbye, I guess. But I yeah, know you're bad does. guys. Yeah, he does. They're literally having a meeting about organized crime that yeah. he breaks up. What do you guys mean about? Uh, we're organizing <laughs> a surprise birthday party for Rupert Thorne. <laughs> Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> I'd like to contribute. Oh, okay. Uh, everyone's putting in one million dollars. That's all right, I can do that. You Bruce Wayne? <laughs> no, but I am... Only he's got that type of cash. Just Bruce Wayne at a surprise party that's all been set up, and there's just no one there. He's like... Ah. <laughs> Fooled again. <laughs> Fooled again. Get Alfred on the horn. We're not. We're out another million. <laughs> Did you lose another million to gangsters tricking you, sir? No. <laughs> yes, I'll great. be home soon. World's greatest detective, my butthole. <laughs> so, if you want to contact us to ask us any questions or write in your cake caper scenarios, you can do that by emailing batmantaspod at gmail.com or message us on socials at batmantaspod. And please remember to subscribe and leave us a review on whatever you're listening to us on right now. All right, but it's our last category of the day where we talk about what we're putting in our holes. What are you putting in your holes currently that's filling them up and making you feel fulfilled? Uh, I started a new show because I was had no shows going. It's on Apple Plus called The Morning Show with Steve Carell and, um, oh, God, why have I forgotten her name? Rachel from Friends. Oh, Jennifer Aniston. Yep. I've heard good people. things about that, but then mixed things as well. It took a long time for it to get going. It was kind of like in the background for us. But then the season got in. Oh, Reese Witherspoon is in it as well, who I really like. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there's a guy in it who played Dr. Manhattan in the Watchmen movie. But in the show, it's like Billy he's... Billy Crudup? Oh, I don't know his name. Yeah, it's but his name. he is auditioning to be the Joker in this freaking show. Like the really? way he acts and the way he speaks. And like... He's because for me, Joker is like when he's in the room, he's got that presence. You don't know what he's going to say. And he's like a bit like, you know, of a maniac. He reminds me of the Joker from The Dark Knight Returns, basically. Like I could see him saying Batman, darling, so easily. So, oh, cool. He's, he got on my radar for that role uh, with this show. And I did enjoy season one. It really did pick up. And season one ended really well. Interesting characters uh, and stories going on. If you don't know what the story is, it's about. Uh, basically what's happened in England recently, long time morning show hosts and the guys found out right. to be like sexually doing stuff with people within the company. Inappropriate. Right. Yep. Okay. Interesting. So he gets canceled and then you see like what the aftermath of that is. Is Jeff Daniels in this show as well? Who's Jeff Daniels? The guy from Dumb and Dumber. Not Jim no. Carrey. No, that's another another new show I'm thinking of. I'm, I'm crossing my wires. No, that's a really okay. old new show. Yeah, it's an old one. It's yeah, like from like it's 2006 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. that show with that famous speech where uh, that was a long talks about America on stage. America. Yeah, 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 yeah I've seen that. Um, um, so yeah, I've okay. been watching that. We just finished season one. Now we're in season two, and they've decided they're going to start doing like a coronavirus season. I'm like, oh, really? Like, oh no, like, well, I don't need that in my life. Like, yeah, I hate when you come across that because it's like years later, and you're like, I don't need to remember. It's not I'm good. That like, long ago, like I don't need to. And it's also not that interesting, you know. Like it's really not. It's nothing interesting or new that we can see. We're like, yeah, no one was allowed to go to work and we had to stay inside and people were dying. That's it. Like, yeah, it's like that. um, It's like that Boris Johnson dramatization, which was so fucking depressing. 
that was brutal. Whenever I think about like people dying of COVID, I think about scenes from that that show. It yeah. fucked with me. I, I, I hated after, that. After that one episode, you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, I did not continue the series. I was like, I don't blame you. I'm I was surprised like, too I depressing. Did. Like, yeah. You know, it's like, for instance, like we just got a Chernobyl show in the past five years, and that was awesome because yeah, we're like true. forty years apart from the exactly. Events. Yeah, so you need separate. It's like if someone made a nine eleven movie in two thousand two. Um, things I'm putting in my holes. Uh, I obviously went and saw the Flash and did a review with Ben on this podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed that. It was good fun to have Ben on and talk about that movie. There's things I liked about it, but as a whole, I thought it was very lazy and it was full of plot holes. Speaking of holes. Uh, other things I'm putting in my holes, the new season of Black Mirror, just finished no, I it. I watched all of it. What did you think of it? It was fine. I thought there was some, some pretty cool things, but it didn't feel like Black Mirror a bunch of times. Like, no, I liked I liked the first episode. I didn't like the ending of the first episode, but I, when it started, I was like, oh, cool. Like, with the yeah. woman, like, My girlfriend loved the, the ending because she's like, it's a happy ending, which they never do in that show. So she was really pleased with that. But yeah, I, I agree. The ending was a bit of a just kind of a, a soft kind of like, oh, and that's the end. Um, um, and then thought, what was the, what was the next one after that? So it was that one. Uh, and then the one with the twist where I didn't see it coming, which was like to do with what can I what can I say without spoiling it? Oh, where, is it the 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 people in Scotland? Is that what you're talking about? Was that the next one? No, that one was fun. That one was good. Lock yeah. Henry. That was the best one, I think. Lock Henry. Yeah, that was very good. Uh, no, it's the one with the transformation sequence. That was like, really dumb to me because this show is about technology, and there yes, was, and they just suddenly just randomly did yes a fucking werewolf story. So I okay, was like, well, spoilers. What oh, I don't care. I was like, what are, what are we doing here, guys? Like, this yeah. show, the, it's like me doing Outbreaks and suddenly I do a werewolf story. People are like, why? This is yeah. a technology show. I know, I agree. It's so random and weird. Uh, that's why I said it didn't feel like Black Mirror points. It seems like something that, as a pitch, you'd be like, paparazzi are following around a celebrity and when the, and she's been missing for days. When they find her, she's a werewolf. And you're like, oh, okay, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. But then you make it and you're like, oh, turns out, not a very good idea. Yeah, and... Like they were trying to do a lot of American Werewolf in London style, but then it was just CG. I thought they were going to do like animatronic at first, but it was mostly CG. But there were a few yeah, shots. Yeah, well, the transformation, the, the f- transformation was there was definitely some practical effects going on there. Yeah, at first, yeah, there was, which was great. But I was like, what are we doing like with this story? Yeah, why is this in here? Yeah, so that, and then that also, was the worst one. And then the last episode departed from technology as well, and it, it's another like demonic like fantasy horror where it's killer be killed that's basically, true that, 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 yes it is like but much worse yeah yes you're right that had nothing to do with technology either so no so the last two episodes were just like horror fantasy which was yeah. very weird i didn't mind that one but i, I wasn't really paying attention to it i liked and, the one with jesse from breaking bad and josh hartnett i thought that was good yes but it the what the events of the ending made no sense for the plot well Kind of. He's the guy that like always gets what he wants, and if he can't get it, then he's just like he, Jesse ruined. He Jesse killed his wife basically by saying she's sick. She she'll throw up at the sight of you. Like she despises you, which she never but said. Why would this man suddenly murder this family? Because he didn't get what he wanted. Because he went for it, and he's he's so his, like so his choice was to murder. Then that makes no sense. Well, I, I guess it's just when you're because, in look, the situation. His family. His family was murdered. Yes. Yeah. So if they're trying to say 
Now you're just like me, bro. Your family's murdered too. Yes, but then he doesn't have to spend the next four years sitting on a fucking spaceship with the person with the that murdered his family. I know. I, I hated was... the ending because that story was really fucking good. It was yeah. technology, which is Black Mirror, interesting tech. I mm. love the, the dynamic of like, he obviously his wife doesn't feel attached to her husband anymore and more attached to this guy. I like that he was slowly building this secret relationship with her. Uh, but then to murder all of them. I like how she didn't fall for it. Like, she was like, oh, you're actually trying to trick me and you're you're a snake. Like, I liked how it wasn't the typical, like, oh, I'm going to cheat on my husband now. And like, you, I, I, we kept on being like, oh, he's totally going to pretend to be her husband and he's going to kill him up in the spaceship and he's going to be Jesse down on Earth. And like, that's what's going to happen. And he'll just be in this robot body until he dies because he can't run the ship by himself. That's what I thought was going to happen, which it didn't. And I'm kind of glad that they changed it. Yes, the ending does leave a lot of questions. And he's open. like, take a seat. Like, what? Well, I think that they were basically, he was basically being like, look, we're stuck in the ship for the next four years. You need think, me on the ship. Yeah, but just kill like, me. Well, guess what? I have nothing to live for back at home anymore. So I'm going to kill you and then kill myself. So what yeah, is the point have. of the story? Like, yeah, he could have done that. Yeah. It was a bad choice to end that because I loved the whole painting thing. I loved him drawing her. I loved the Charlie Manson ripoff family of like killing him and his family because yes. it's not natural and all that stuff. There was some really good stuff in there and some great acting as well. Just a bad choice for an ending. Just yeah, like I mean, just like most of Black Mirror, or most Black Mirrors end. Really they, they end, yeah. They don't end as poetically as you would like. Um, well, moving on, I watched Extraction Two, which was a good action film. It actually was. It was like watching a video game. That movie. It, there's a there's a one sequence where it's supposed to be a one shot, and it is literally like watching a video game action sequence. Um, I don't mind them. It's like good fun action. You know, it's dumb. Like it's, eat popcorn and watch it. It's entertaining. I watched the Arnold documentary, which I thought was fucking amazing. I really enjoyed it. I've always found him fascinating and kind of a, a role model for me. I've always looked up to the dude. You trying to have man, secret children with your maid? Well, no, I'm definitely not. And that whole thing, the way that his wife found out about the secret child is just bonkers. Trying to be a Republican uh, fucking governor? No, I'm not any of that. I don't think he's really a person to look up to. I've always admired his determination and his drive. He, like, when he puts his mind to things and he does them, like, it's very impressive. And he's he's a personality for sure. But, yeah, the the weird thing about the documentary that I noticed, and one of my friends did as well, is that they really made it look like he's kind of a lonely dude now. Like, everything that they shot with him, he's alone in his mansion and you see him like feeding his donkeys or his dogs and he's like this he loves routine. his donkeys he does yeah and you know he lets them come in the house and he feeds them yeah i know yeah you see all of that and then he like cycles around like venice beach and he's just cycling around and there's like paintings of him and like all these other bodybuilders on the wall and all of them are dead or gone now or like he doesn't speak to them and he's just like we used to have the best times and now and i was just like man That's what this is a really become an old person exactly you know, exactly yeah, especially someone that like lost his family. Like he ruined his his family. He tore them apart with what he did, and he regrets it. So it was a. Re- I found it fascinating. It's a really good documentary. The next documentary I want to watch is a Stan Lee one, which apparently is slightly controversial. People have been questioning things about that, especially from the the Kirby estate. And then I watched that Secret Invasion show, and I didn't think it was that great. I don't know what people are. To hype enough, oh, fucking AI intro was slapping the and place. that AI. How is Marvel doing an AI intro? How are they doing? I that? get that you're like, oh, but the point is, it's like 
it's not made by a person it's made by a computer so it's like playing the, on aliens, the, the meta idea the, of like Doug the Trust. scrolls it's like yeah but it'd be make more sense of an alien through that fucking intro not a fucking yeah. computer that stole art from loads of other people to make your art like oh it's fucking terrible it's yeah, it's whoever I decides to do that, that. Such a bad idea, and such a bad idea. Blast on social media, rightfully so for it because it was not good, especially in the wake of the hashtag comics broke me movement, where so many artists were talking about how they've been fucking struggling with getting paid from different companies and working yeah. for these companies and all the demands that they meet when it comes to deadlines, sacrificing your time, your life just to fucking draw these books to then like not be met with fair pay or not be met with pay at all. Some companies just refuse to pay you for your fucking Or months. miss out on an opportunity that AI has been selected for instead of you designing an animation sequence. Like, uh, I know you didn't watch Miss Marvel, but it had an amazing intro sequence, like really cool animation. And I love what they did. And it was clearly done by production house that like had a team of people. But they have Spider-Verse out right now, which is like one of the most handmade looking yeah. beautiful things. Yeah. And then they go and do this. It's just crazy. Yeah, I agree. Marvel doing that. I was really shocked. So, yeah, yeah. I, I choose my little horror show from any day over all that stuff. It's it's a fun little horror that I recommend to anybody. If That's right. Like, you're still watching that. If you like Lost, it's basically like Lost at Halloween. That's the only way I can describe it. And oh, okay. It's good fun. So I recommend that to people. All right. Well, that's all I'm putting in my holes. So is there anything you want to add before we jet off? Um, Just check out my book, Outbreaks, baby. I'm making zombie comics. Goddamn right. Some good stuff out there. That's stuff that you want to see, not like, mm, do I want to check this out anymore? Because you know what? Even though the title is Rotten Luck, it's fresh as fuck, baby. <laughs> Rotten Luck, but fresh as fuck. I like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so go check that out. Again, link in the description below. All right, well, that's all the time we've got for this week. Join us next time, where we'll continue talking all things Batman, the animated series. Until then, I've been Alex Robson. I have been Will Robson. And remember that we are vengeance, we are the night, we are a podcast. Goodbye! Doodles! So it's scotch on a hot day? Is that what we're doing? Uh, this is my first scotch and maybe... Since you know, when I, this is my birthday, I, I think. So this is what for you to be able to get through the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I just I just got done writing two scripts, and as a reward, oh. I bought myself scotch. Since I don't drink a bottle of scotch every week anymore, I've stopped. Oh, how awful! I only drink a glass of wine a day with supper. Oh, you're such a white guy now. I don't drink to get drunk or have fun. Or just enjoy the taste of alcohol because I found out that it was making me gain a lot of weight. So now I just don't drink it anymore. And I've lost nearly a fucking stone because I don't drink scotch anymore. Breaking news Will Robson discovers that drinking copious amounts of alcohol actually makes him fat. Ridiculous. <laughs> Why didn't anybody tell me about this? Why was I informed? I cut out fucking. No scotch, no crisps, and no chocolate. Life is pain. Yeah, it sounds shitty. No cigarettes either. Oh my god. McLean man. <laughs> well, 
Look at you. With your shirt off all skinny and shit. <laughs> yeah, look how skinny I am right now. <laughs> well, it's, I'm glad it's working for you. That's great. I've, I've lost a stone, so that's good. How's this little swimming pool going for you? Great. I'm going to probably need to go in after this. Jesus yeah, fucking I Christ. I My office is just a hot box because... I can't have the windows open because of fucking construction that's been going on for two years outside. I can't have a fan on because it'll ruin the quality of the audio. And I just sit in a fucking velvet chair in my office that just eats heat because it has sunblast on it all day. Can you you can put a fan on in the background? Can you like where you're just getting some air circulating? I feel like you should at least I'd deserve love to. that. Yeah, do that. All right. Well, if you hear a fan noise, it's on you. I can see the audio waves. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to put it like on the floor. Yeah. No, that's vibrating on the floor. I can I can see it on my thing. Isn't there like a little table behind you? Like, couldn't you set it up where the TV is? So it's at least blowing air towards you. And the motor's... Sink. Fucking sweating ass is doing this. <laughs> I'm sure that's fine. All right. We better? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I'll tell you now in this little segment, uh, I witnessed a, an attempt at a robbery on my street last night. Oh, yeah. With masked men. Like, we're reviewing the Catwoman episode, like cat burglars, and I literally watched burglars last night. Heard this big old like noise on our street and like a guy uh, like a scream and i looked at a guy screamed a, a, a guy screamed and i looked at my partner and i was like was that like a haha we're playing around scream or was that like i'm terrified scream couldn't really tell go out there's like a group of guys like chasing someone down the road another group of guys in this car and they're like get the keys get the keys get the keys then this other car like pulls up and other guys come like running out and they've all got like balaclavas on and shit and like hood like jackets with the hood up like they're they this is planned like it's a disguise mm-hmm. and they're like who's driving who's got the keys who's driving and then they're like that woman's filming and they point at us because my partner's filming this whole thing we're watching oh my god that's frightening on our porch and they're like let's get get the fuck out get the fuck out get the fuck out so they like pile into this car and at least that was their response not like get her I'm, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just standing there like the hell is going on well uh, there's the man who used to parade the suburbs of new jersey in a batman mask <laughs> protecting the innocent i'm surprised you weren't out there well, I was. I was standing there, but like all I wanted to do is I was just witnessing what was going on, and it was happening quite quickly. And by the time I turned around, and well, they said that woman's filming, and then I turned around and saw my partner filming. But also, I was like, "Should I call the police?" And she's like, "Yeah, call the police." Obviously, yeah. So I was like, "All right." Well, it was like happening so quickly, bud. And I just wanted to see what was taking place, and I didn't want to get noticed because I wanted to witness. If I suddenly was like, hi, police, they would have been like, oh, he's calling hi, the police. <laughs> <laughs> Again, huh? <laughs> mm. 
Well, because I saw another, like, remember I saw someone, like, throw a Yes, freaking... you need to fucking move. There I is know. a robbery on your street. It's time to go. It's the second time that's happened. I saw a cement... Oh, break. the second robbery. Well, how many people live on your street, do you think? Maybe 50 houses? Oh, I don't know, yeah. So that's, how, that's like, what? You Basically, you have a, like, one in fifth or sixth chance. No, one in ten chance that your house will be robbed. Awesome. Cool. Um, we both know that my dog won't do anything. He'd be like, let me show you where the treats are. Yeah. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, fucking. So they peel off and they call the police. And then this guy comes up in this like uh, British gas van. And he's like, I know the person that owns that car. The one they were trying to steal. Mm-hmm. And it's the same bloke that they like chased off down the road. So they obviously had some sort of vendetta for him. Because they came in like masks and everything, like they were ready to do something. Well, I watch so I watch a lot of true crime, um, and there's this amazing show called um, Forty Eight Hours in Police Custody. Yeah, uh, a UK show, and the most recent episode was about basically people listing. There was this guy he listed his motorcycle on Facebook Marketplace, and he talked to a seller about it, who then gave this, these people his address. And they showed up with masks and stuff to steal that motorcycle. So that, it could have been that. There's a lot of career criminals out mm. there. Um, but on a side note, that story was crazy because the guy saw that he was being burgled, ran out, got into his car, chased them off. And these guys crashed and like one of them like was nearly paralyzed for life and stuff. And then it became a question of like, is this guy a good guy or a bad guy? Because he did scare criminals off, but he did also drive for five minutes scaring them off which ended in a major accident. So it's like, it's up That's to you. So really. weird. Like, do you think he did, was he, is he a good guy? Or a well, so guy? we had these theories last night. So the result was, is the police didn't have anything. They're like, thanks for calling us. Gave well, them yeah. descriptions of people, said we had the video, said we had, we gave them the- Guys in hoodies and masks. Uh, hmm, that's fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for this area, I guess. And um, gave them plate numbers and everything. And they're like, all right, well, we can't, there's not enough to send a squad car, but thanks for letting us know. You know, we'll file this and blah, blah, blah. So it was like 11 o'clock at night now. And me and my partner were like, we're, we're awake and we're like, that was crazy. And when we was were, this? Like last night? Last night. Right. And we were theorizing before bed because we were in bed and we couldn't sleep. I love, so. Sorry to interrupt, but I love that you haven't told me this yet because you're like, I love that your first thought was like, oh, this would be good content for the podcast. Not like, <laughs> oh, I need to tell my brother that I witnessed a robbery. Yeah, but I wanted to tell you in like, you know, in person and not like through text and stuff as well. But we were theorizing because the, the guy, the British gas guy that showed up, he said that the guy that owned the car, the one they were trying to steal, was in his house. He's like, I know him, but he's never been to my house before. And my daughter's called and told me that he was over. And I came back from the gym because I, w- I wanted to see what was going on and then came back and this whole thing had just happened, like literally it finished and this guy came up. So I was like, that's weird. So you know the guy whose car they were trying to steal? And he's like, yeah, I, I, I know him, but not really. And then as I was on the phone with the police, he's like, I'm going to go, but I'll be back later. And I was like, okay, you're not going to check on your fucking daughters? Like, who literally just had this guy? And apparently the guys in masks were, like, banging on this guy's house trying to get to the guy in the house who owns the fucking car. It was a BMW. So Mr. BMW they're trying to get to. 
and he didn't check on his daughters. And then after I called the police, everything else, he shows up again. And he's just like, yeah, I don't know. It was so random and crazy and everything. So we were in bed last night. Be like, do you think this guy's in on it? Like he lured Mr. BMW to his house and told his daughters, like, keep him there. And then got like a gang of guys in masks to be like, we're going to fucking get him out of there and steal his car. Because they have the guy's car keys. The car is still on our stream. Mm. And the people that tried to steal the car took the guy's car keys. So he can't take his car anywhere. And I don't know Does, what the deal is. Well, he might have a, a, a separate set of keys and then he'll have to get the lock changed. Yeah. And also, I was wondering if, it, like, it's a BMW has, like, a key fob, you know, the automatic keys. You don't have to put the key in the mm. ignition or anything. So I was wondering if they were trying to copy it. Um, but, yeah, I, I, every now and then I look out, I'm like, is that car still there? And I was like, yeah, it's dark. But it's 11. It's like, it was 10.30 at night, 10.15 at night when this happened. These people, like, that's early. The people on the show I'm telling you about, they, this robbery was happening at 8.40 at night. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, not very, not very Batman of them as far as like, it was so funny when they were all like. You're probably like looking around like, where's Batman? Batman would help us. <laughs> oh, Batman. I felt like, you know, Dark Knight Returns, like. I'm coming out of retirement. <laughs> what, your duff knee right now. Yeah, just my like duff knee. Along. My balaclava that's been The duff knee, yeah. The, the, the duff that. But yeah, I, uh, what I love... Also, your shape is so recognizable. You're such like a little tank that <laughs> anyone would be like, that's Alex Robson. <laughs> out of the shadows comes <laughs> the little tank. <laughs> it's more like Wolverine. Uh, but yeah, what was crazy was... When they were, when they finally had the keys and like they chased the guy off and stuff, they're like, who's going to drive? Ah, oh, scrambling. And they're like, you're going to drive. No, you're going to drive. You're going to drive. Get the keys. Where are the keys? Where are the keys? That woman's filming us. Fuck, let's get out of here. And it was just like a, such a quick succession of, we don't know what we're doing. And they were clearly like in the moment, like amateur criminals, you know, just the first time. Yeah, type of thing. dare. Not fried, how frightful amateur no. criminals. No. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was my, that was my, my burglar event that I thought nice. would tie well into this episode. Keep on living there for the next two decades. Until <laughs> <laughs> I can afford a house. <laughs> Which is never. So enjoy that place for the rest of your life. You might as well start making friends with these people. So if this, if this podcast stops randomly one day, it's because I've been burgled and I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it, shall we? <laughs> speed, speed that process up then. <laughs> <laughs> I die and you're like, oh man, I'm ah, no more podcasting <laughs> for me. <laughs> ah, that, at least that's one thing. Oh, that's great. Use that time more wisely.